Metabolist Podcast, and I'm Havla Cunnington. I'm really excited today. We're going to do something totally brand new. We've actually never done anything like this. We're going to do a podcast on motherhood and conversations with mothers. In fact, they're not just mothers that are just out there. They're my friends. They're my connection. They're the, well, people hope that I kind of lean into to know that I can do it just like all of us moms need. So today I'm really excited to have my friend, Andy Andrew with me. She's a pastor's wife from New York City, a mom of four and well, an author and a speaker, but not just that. She's one of the most authentic and passionate women that I know. I think you're gonna love her just as much as I love her. So lean in, listen in, and I'll catch you on the other side. So today I'm really excited to have my friend. I feel like it's like we're, we are twinning, but on opposite sides of the coast. And uh, <laughs> she's a, a wife and a mom of four, lives in New York City. So Andy Andrew is with me today. Yes. And I just want to thank you for being with me. Thank you for having me. I love you so much. I love you too. Andy and I, <laughs> we, I'm trying to think, I think we met each other. Um, well, we're, oh, I know we met each other. We were in Florida. I love yeah. how I forgot. This is the reality <laughs> of having four children. We were in Florida and we both got invited to a private meeting with Joyce Meyer. Yeah, she, we did. <laughs> I was I like, know. why are we here? Why am I here? <laughs> I, I think we both had that experience. And, <laughs> and I mean, it, we, I didn't know what was going to be asked of me. Like I was trying to memorize scripture to make sure that I wasn't going to be asked something. <laughs> or what's your favorite page in one of Joyce's books? It, exactly. Like, oh, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't. No, <laughs> I can name like three of her books. But um, and then Rebecca, actually, Rebecca Lyons, you and I were sitting next to each yes. other, we've never met each other. And Rebecca, she asked me where I was from, and I said, Oh, I'm from Reading, and I live at I, I'm from Bethel. I don't live at Bethel, kind of, but I'm yeah. from Bethel. And she was like kind of a little hesitant, and you were the best. You're you're next to her, and you like jump over, and you're like, I love Bethel, I love everything I about Bethel. You're like, oh. <laughs> I did. We love Chris. Chris is coming. We love you. <laughs> And yeah. it was like, you totally were like my, my person of like, I know, I know we're, we seem weird, but we're really awesome. And, and then I loved, she just wouldn't stop asking questions. And then boom, it was so, <laughs> that was so fun. That was so it fun. It was really cool. Then we like found ourselves upstairs at the hotel room with Bianca, you and I, and, and another, <laughs> I don't know if it was one or two other people. And we, and we did some prophetic ministry and then we just kind of stayed connected. And I remember you yeah. like texting me and saying like, I shared your prophetic word with my husband and we, you know, was right on and, and just kind of started that relationship. And then I came out to your church and um, spoke at She Is Free a couple times as yes. well as like a one-time event. And and what I love about really being around you and the moment I met you, Andy, I felt like, number one, you're one of the most authentic people I've ever met. Um, I feel like I could tell you anything and you would not judge me, which is such a, like yeah. a rare find. Well, thank and, you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, ha and then you have four kids. And then I always think, oh my gosh, you have four kids. Like, what am yeah. I complaining about? So you live in New York city. So why don't you yeah. tell everybody kind of what you do and what kind of, you know, what fills your days? Yeah, you got it. So I, well, I, well, the funny thing everybody needs to know too, about when Havila gave that prophetic word, the reason we became friends was because God like told her everything about my life. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, you already know me. So that's good. <laughs> so, so yeah, I have four kids. I have three boys and one girl and we live in New York city. We moved here eight years ago. My husband is Australian and uh, he was born and raised there. I lived there for 10 years uh, with him. Uh, we got married about a year after I had moved there. We like met, got married, 
<laughs> and then uh, just had three kids over there and then moved here to plant a church. So the church that we planted is called Liberty Church. And now we've got five communities in New York City. And then we've got one in St. Petersburg, Florida, one in San Francisco and one in Manzini, Swaziland. Except for Swaziland just gave itself a new name and I haven't learned it yet. <laughs> the king just changed it. So um, I need to learn that. Um, so we've got, yeah, we've got eight communities and my husband just has a heart for church planting. We have a heart to just multiply the church, continue to move into different spheres and sectors and just make disciples and see the church continue to grow. And so that's what we do. And then um, I travel and speak uh, in different places and I've just become a published author very close to the same time as you. Yeah. Um and I was like, we're cheering each other on because we're like, what did we say yes to? <laughs> it's like, we think this is a good idea until like they're throwing deadlines at you and you're like, I, I'm trying to cook dinner and, <laughs> and not go crazy and actually live what I'm writing, you know? Um, so <laughs> Oh, totally. And you were the one, I remember looking at you and saying, I don't know how to do this. And you said, what you're going to do is you're going to go away and get a hotel room and you're going to get room service and you're going to hide away. And that was the first time I looked yeah. at it. That's what I needed to hear. I needed permission Aww. to say, I need to get away from my real life and figure this out quickly. I can't do it unless I do. Like, I mean, I can chip away at it, but to hit a deadline, like I yeah. need to go to a place where I can stay in my pajamas in my bed and literally every meal is brought <laughs> to me and they don't judge me for how I look. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly. And I remember going home from that trip and telling Ben, like, this is what Andy said I should do. And so I feel like I have permission to do this. And, and you're exactly right. And that's exactly what I had to do. And, and you I just, did, you nailed it. I did. And I didn't shower and I would just greet the person with the food and just, it was cheap. It was a cheap day because it was only me. Yeah, you know, having so six, six of us, it's always like, oh my gosh, a small little meal is ridiculous. Oh yeah. You know? So, yeah. So, and we're like, we, so it, I mean, you know, writing a book. So yeah, I'm doing my second book right now, just finishing um, the edit of that second book. And I was just, you know, telling Havila before we started this, that um, to everybody listening that we're on an apartment search because we live in a very small space in New York City. And um, when we go on vacation, our friends in Hawaii let us stay at their house. And we walked up, it was a two-story house. And my kids looked at it and went, oh, which part is their apartment? And I was like, oh, oh no, you guys, that's what a house looks like. <laughs> so um, my four kids were like, they have this whole Wait house. Wait a minute. Yes. So anyone that you're feeling today, like my house is too small, just I'll invite you over one time. You'll feel better about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Which again is like just one of the reasons I love you is that you are living in New York City yeah. with four children and your husband and you, you know what I love is that you both are fully relational and really, but you're, but you don't settle. Like you really want to take the land and multiply yeah. and live that. And um, I, I really love that. But what I, I guess, you know, the conversation of motherhood, because, yeah. you know, many times I think specifically with women that are in ministry, there can be this misconception that we're just killing it in every area of our <laughs> life and it's perfect. And, yeah. um, and then you add mothering in all of this. And I guess what I want to say is, did you want to be a mom? Did you, when you first had your kids, did it come natural? What was your experience in becoming a mother? I think that's a really great question. I mean, you know, I remember from the time I was little that I wanted to be a mother. And then I think um, what surprised me was how I had three kids on top of each other and what, you know, how difficult 
an amazing that was. So I know we live in the social media age where we're all, you know, posting pictures of like our kids all dressed up really nice. And like, you know, we look so good. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I think, I think, you know, that was the season where I had, I suffered from postpartum depression for two out of um, my four kids. Yeah. And so there's a lot of those things that were just, Hey, there's your there's dog. dog. Sorry. He's no, I let, podcast. he just he always <laughs> does. He just wants to steal the show. So, um, you know, I did always want to be a mom, but then when it happens in the rubber meets the road, it's kind of like, you know, when you want to get married, you read marriage books, you do pre-marriage counseling, but you don't know what it's like until you're married. So it, was true. The same, it was the same with having kids. Um, so I, I think it's been amazing, but then it's, it's that tension between the world we live in now too, where women are working women, you know, we have dreams, we're doing all these things and the, the juggle like is, is real, like what we're, we're trying to work out. And so I think, um, yeah, I love being a mom, but also sometimes I just feel like an utter failure in all areas of my life. Like I had a totally. breakdown just the beginning of this week and I'm like, <laughs> I have a book deadline. I'm not doing that. I'm not present <laughs> enough to our staff. They probably think I'm an absent like, leader. And then my kids like, and Paul's like, okay, you need to calm down. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think we're allowed a little meltdown every once in a while. Like I mean, once a week when I say once in a while. Um, okay. So let me ask you, what has been the hardest part of being a mom for you? The hardest being a uh, part of being a mom for me, I, I think would probably go back to the moments where I feel like I have damaged my kids. Uh, mm-hmm. the, a lot of the shame that comes with that. So in the moments where I, I mean, I did write a lot about this in the book, she is free. Cause a lot of my journey came out after I had kids and the kids pulled that trigger. So, you know, I, I say this often, but it's that whole thing where I, I heard this saying that, you know, when you get married, you don't realize how selfish you are. Yeah. And then when you have children, you don't realize how angry you are. And I realized the anger wow. button was like totally pushed on me when I, when I had kids. And then there's these little beings that, caused me to either become this horrible person or want to become a better person. And so I think for me, one of the biggest struggles is those moments where they're not the Instagrammable moments. It's the moments where you, where shame creeps in and where you feel like I just ruined them. I'm going to have to pay for therapy for them, you know, when they're (laughs) older, you know what I mean? I think think those are some of the hardest moments for me when it comes to the emotional side of things. Mm -hmm. I think the physical side of things, when it comes to, you know, whether that's what you have one kid or four kids or eight kids, you know, I think it's wanting to be present to them and really see your kids and invest in them and always feeling like, you know, I don't know if I'm giving enough, if I'm doing enough, if I'm being present enough. And totally. so it's, it's actually for me, the, the biggest stretch, the biggest hurdle has been like choosing to be present in the middle of the mess, in the middle of like allowing my kids to play and make a messy house and wanting to be present to them and do homework with them. It's like almost like never feeling like I'm completely messy up as a mom and then just yeah. going, no, stop. Like these kids were given to me. God had a plan and he knew that I was going to be the best mother for them. So I love that. I love yeah. that idea of being present in the mess because that's the time when you really want to check out. It's like, oh. I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not at the, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. So let me ask you this. And so beautifully said, Andy, and I love, I hope all the listeners go pick up your book. She is free. Um, because I think it'll change their life. And, uh, I know it will. I know it will change their life because you really (laughs) have such an authentic, you know, this is part of the authenticity that people are hearing right now. It's just Mm -hmm. part of your story and what they're going to get from your writing. So I love Mm -hmm. that. So let me ask you, uh, what's your top secret to being a mom, a a mom in a city with four, like what's your go-to maybe self-talk or something that you tell yourself that's been really important in your journey? 
I don't even necessarily know if it's self-talk. Maybe it is, but I think the biggest thing that we have had to learn or that I've had to learn as a mother is intentionality. So uh, my husband often says, you know, when someone's building your house, you don't want them to just go with the flow when it comes to building the foundation because the house is going to fall apart. And I feel like it's the same thing that I've had to work out in a, in a city where there's little margin, you know, little emotional margin, like even for me to get to work, even though it's a 15 minute commute on the subway, you have to give yourself 45 minutes to an hour because you never know what's going to happen with the trains. Wow. You just lose margin in life just living here. And then because you're up against each other and you know, you are, in a place where you're, you're stacked on top of each other, the emotional margin leaves. And so what you've got to do with parenting is my, I've got to be intentional. So there's an intentionality that comes where we realize because we have four kids, we have to get good at that quality time um, and really investing in them on an individual level. Now that can be as simple as, hey, I'm going to the grocery store, why don't you come with me? Or hey, totally. gonna, you know what I mean? So it's yep. that one-on-one where they feel valued and loved and seen. And so I think for me, intentionality has been the self-talk. Even when I travel, Often I will bring a child with me um, and just make sure that, um, that they, you know what I mean? That they love the body of Christ, that they, we have a great relationship that that trust is built between us. And, mm-hmm. and I, I found that that's been good. So. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. We got a little cut off. Well, like real life, we, we were recording the podcast and I got a little cut off from Andy Andrews, but I'm sure that you loved her just as I do. And if you like her just as much as I do, make sure you check her out at andyandrew.com as well as all of her social media. She's there. For those of you that are celebrating Mother's Day, it's right around the corner. And we at Truth the Table have put together this great little gift packet for you. It includes my Stronger Than the Struggle brand new published book by Thomas Nelson. And I'll sign it, Happy Mother's Day, just for your mom. I'll include a downloadable card for your, well, Moms of Men course. And, you know, the truth is, it does say Moms of Men, but we have heard more testimonies than I'd like to admit about women, well, moms out there that just love being trained and feel like it's kind of gender neutral when it comes to parenting. And it also includes a really cute journal, and it all comes in a little plastic bag with a drawstring. It's really cute. And for $39, well, you can mark your mom off and it's a great little gift. So again, we know you have lots of options, but we wanted to make sure that we added one in because we, we, we love our stuff and we know that a lot of you have loved it as well. Again, I'm so grateful that you listened. Don't forget to check out my friend, Andy Andrews, and we're going to be doing a couple more podcasts on moms of, well, Mother's Day, I should say. So make sure you check that out. And Don't forget to say hi. I'm on all the socials. I'm there almost every day. I love you guys, and I'll catch you next time.